KP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025 and 727-579-1025 are the phone numbers, at Roger and JP. Uh, if you'd like to play along with our reindeer games on uh, social media, that'd be cool. Um, Roger's out today. He'll be back tomorrow if all goes well. I think he's just got a regular-ass cold. Um, so, my wife was growing a horn. And um, How does it look? Well, it's gone now. Oh, good. It's gone now, but it was like a literal horn. Like if you looked at the devil, mm-hmm. on like, her head, on her head. Okay, one horn. I'm not joking. There was a horn. There was a a horn. Le- okay, you know how like when a, a deer starts to grow their antlers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they have like a like it starts out as a nub, <laughs> a nubbin. And then the numbers get big and they turn into... So if left alone, it would have turned into a, a horn. Clearly, she's been taken over by Satan. Anyway. All right. All right. What? All right. All right. It's happening. It happened. It's since been removed. But here's where it gets interesting. As if the horn wasn't interesting enough. Well, how did... What? Yeah, let's, let's stay on that for a second. How... What What was it? Yeah. Uh, well... Was it an actual bone growth? No. It wasn't a bone growth. If you're asking me and all my um, Dr. Pimple Popper knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a big zit? Uh, it, no, 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 not a zit. Uh, a lipoma is what I'm thinking it was. It's basically a big cyst that's probably started out as like zit material. Okay. That hardened because she was afraid to go get it checked out. By the time she went, I think, I'm not really sure. Like I said, I only watch Doctor Pimple on Poplar at night when I'm falling asleep. So, but that's that's what it was, and she's okay. Well, we don't technically. Know. Well, she's alive. Yeah, she took yesterday. She took uh, yesterday off. She went back today. But it, it was apparently my lack of. Well, I got out of work. She was going. I thought she was going after school. She's a teacher, obviously. So I thought she was going after school. So I thought her appointment was at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the show ended, I called her at two o'clock. She was already stunad. What's stunad? What's stunad? Stunad means like old dopey. You know, she was already just all banged up from the procedure. Stunad. <laughs> and um, you're learning so much stuff. I am. Today. I'm going to say stunad at some point. Um, you can say stunad. I'm all the, the Italians will take you right in if am you I- say maronami. Or Stunad, you're you're official, right? Am I, am so I, you, you, right. So you questioned me before about Maronami, and then now now yeah, you're Stunad. in. So anyway, so you do Stunad. So I call her at two o'clock, and we got out of here, and we had nothing going on after the show, so we took, so we left, and I got in the car and I called, and I'm thinking I'm going to catch her on her way to the appointment. Turns out the appointment already happened, uh, and I'm a horrible human being well, for not calling are. ahead of time. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Okay? I want everybody to know she was not knocked out for this. Wasn't she was, wasn't going By on. By choice? She, no, she wasn't going on. They did, like, general anesthesia like Dr. Pimple Popper does. They put a little numbing in there. They numbed it all up, sliced it open, pulled it out, stitched it back up. Did stuff come out? Yeah, they like they, pimple popper stuff. Well, not 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 like zit juice or anything like that, but something solid, like something like a solid. Rock. Uh, if I had to guess, 
I think. What is? Ha- I'm creeped out right I now. Don't, yeah, me too. Uh, she's tough to love. So anyway, it's not her fault. No, I no, love her even more. No. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> she's. I can't possibly love her any more than I already do, Monica. Yeah, that's obvious right but now. But the fact that I called on my way home and then got, got home and didn't have flowers made me public enemy number one. Is that what she wanted or some just some recognition flower? in general? Yeah. I, well, I, the minute I got out of here, I called her right away mm-hmm. to wish her luck with her thing. But you, you know, the problem is not that you, mm-hmm. so your heart, I guess, you, but your whole, the whole problem is you didn't know when it was. So that's. It doesn't matter when you called. You didn't even care enough to make it a note. She told when. me she she told me she was going after school. I didn't know she was leaving school early that day. She told me she was going after school. Right. Now she'll lie now in hindsight and, t- and tell me that she told me one o'clock. She didn't tell me one o'clock. Why? She told me she was going after school. Why didn't you ask her what time if she didn't tell you? Because after school means it's going to be two two thirty. You say I can't win. You got to nail <laughs> that down. It. You got to nail when it's something like this. If it's something random and that doesn't matter, but when it's something that you know you're going to call her after to check on, then you need to nail down a time. And okay, then- here's the thing. Now, I'm not even going to play the card that she left me for dead after I had my black my uh, back yes, surgery. You are. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not even going to play that card. You know the uh, card that you just brought up. The card is. I mean, <laughs> right? the card. If it, you know, people. I, I can tell people really want to know what happened. I was, I had back surgery. We had small children. Violet. I could barely move. And two days after I was sliced open, she decided to leave me on my own and go see Roger Waters from Pink Floyd at Yankee Stadium and left me to crawl in the bathroom and fend for myself. Oh, I mean, those tickets were expensive. But I, I yeah, there were tickets that I bought that I was supposed to go to and I couldn't go. She didn't want to waste them. But I, listen, I don't even want to bring that up. You just Of course did. not. I understand. It was an accident. It was, it was, it was I'm, I'm, I'm building a story here, <laughs> Sorry, my voice is gone. Uh. So, so I, I immediately get home and she's giving me crap. I said, you know, you got some set of balls. No, don't. She's like, what? I go, how about the last two times I went to go get the epidural injections? It's not about my, you, from what? Hold on. Hold, hold on. You're going to punch me. I got knocked out for the epidural injections in my back and in my neck. And I still told her, go to work. Don't worry about me. I'll figure it out. I'll get home. Don't sweat. I wasn't supposed to drive home. I was fine. I drove home. You were fine according to who? You or the doctors said you're clear? I, I left. <laughs> that doesn't mean right? you're clear. I was good. Mm-hmm. I got home. Everything's fine, right? I didn't bitch that she didn't come home with candy. Oh, she didn't come home with... I thought here I am doing a good thing by letting her just go live her life. And not have to worry about me. You got it all wrong, dude. I don't see, but here's the thing. I don't have it all wrong. I have it all right. For you, but not for her. And it's not about you. It's about her. It's really about us. Things need to equal out. If you were both having the same exact procedure done at the same exact time, sure, absolutely. Divvy that up. But For the record, when she had her hysterectomy, I was there for all of it. You have a tab of, I, I, I'm convinced you have a notebook somewhere and you write down dates and times and this is what you did <laughs> when and then this is what she didn't do this time. And Here's something I don't think we ever mentioned, I, we have talked about on the air because I probably wouldn't have gone near it. When we were going to couples therapy, 
originally I really didn't want to go to a woman. I didn't want to see a female because I didn't think I had a shot. Jeez. Oh, well, because you just, you know, you, you just. Makes sense. Uh, as a guy, a woman talking to a woman about marital and relationship issues, you don't think you have a shot if there's another woman in the room. Turns out I did. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I did. You can take and, your assumptions. And we were talking, and in the first session, I must have heard, you know, Nicole, he's right. Like three or four different times. I was like, hey, this therapy is all right. Right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, what time you want us next week? And and I was really into it. And she goes, and she goes, it was after the second session. Because the first session after she told me I was right a bunch of times, I was like, hmm. so uh, <laughs> what what'd you, what'd you think? Stop. She's like, well, you seem to be happy. I'm like, yeah, you know, there was some there were some things where, you know, I was truly questioning whether I was, you know, losing my mind or not. But it turns out, I'm, you know, everything is cool. And she's like, yeah, no, I know I have some things to work on. I said, okay, I would try to tell you that you had those things to work on. And you would ignore me, but now that this chick, who I now love, told you to work on him, we're cool. <laughs> so we go to the next one. And after the second session, she goes, you're keeping score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are. I, absolutely, I kept score the whole time. See? No, so was, no. I won like 14 to 3. Win. Stop. <laughs> oh. Wow. But you know what? Because when, when your marriage is at that point, where it's not going so great and you're being made to feel like it's your fault but you're like in your mind in in your heart of heart and your in your mind you really feel like you're you've been doing the right thing you're just not getting get what you need out of it and then you have this therapist tell you you're right Awesome. Yeah, but you <laughs> but she knows you you know probably better than anybody and she right. knows she know she's fighting an uphill battle because she when she's sitting there listening to that all of that she knows that you are keeping score she knows that you're not you're not only keeping score but you're not going to be the type of person who knows that you both know you're going to have to bring it up and and not maybe rub it in her face but it's going to feel to her like it's rubbing in her face and that just create just- that therapy not only saved our marriage yeah but made it better than it had been in ten years but on both sides so you feel better too though right like you're I feel you know why I feel better. She told you you were right. Because I was justified in my thoughts. I was justified in feeling the way I was feeling. So then don't you want to be nice to your wife and say, okay, listen. I wasn't, I wasn't mean. 14-3. <laughs> That's not mean. Uh, it's not nice. Rich, would, would, would it have gone the same way if it was 14-3 her? If after that oh, first meeting, oh. uh, she said, you know what, Nicole? You're right. I would have been. How would have been? I would have yeah. been living in a Volkswagen, telling everybody things are going really good right now. I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a really good place. <laughs> you know, I see my kids once a week. Yeah, I'm in, a, um, I'm in a really good place. But you know what? I was able to keep paying for the house, so the kids are staying in the house. You know, it's all about them. It's all about them. You know, I'll eventually start dating. I'm, just, you know, I'm just not ready. We're doing good co-parenting. We are. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely would have been my story. <laughs> I'm in a really good place right now. Isn't that what everybody who goes through, every guy who got beat up in a divorce, they all say the same thing. They all say, she's an effing B, repeatedly. She took me to the cleaners, or they're trying to deny that they're in a bad place. They're like, no, I'm in a really, uh, I'm in a, 
really good place right now. You know, I got a mattress that fits in the back of my my Ram, and uh, you know, when you, once you put the cover yeah. over the top, it's pretty warm. You know, it's, it's really warm and insulated. You it's know, nice. and when and when you're sleeping in the back of a pickup truck yeah. or a mattress back there, mm-hmm. and you're really staring up at those stars every night, it really brings you back. You really find a new part of yourself that you never knew existed. Exactly, it's really freeing. <laughs> I never know what to say to those people. I'm like, oh, good. Right. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Sounds great. I'm happy for you. Uh, Rich is online, too. Go ahead, Rich. Hey there, JP. How are you doing today? All right. How are you? Good, man. Hey, I want to just touch base with you regarding the wife's horn on her mm-hmm. head. Um, right. And it's, it's actually, I hate to call it on something serious, but it is serious. Then don't. Uh, last Last year, okay. uh, I had something very similar. My doctor for years saying, hey, that's a cyst. It was right at the edge of my hairline. When they finally, uh, I told them, look, we got to image this thing. I don't believe you. My father died of brain cancer. I'm a little touchy about it. Um, took some pictures of it. Turned out to be an incredibly rare cancer called the pilomatrix. Um, so make sure whatever she had taken out gets biopsied and, and checked. Well, they were, biop- they were biopsying it, and, uh, you know, by the grace of whoever's running the show here, you're still doing okay, right? Yeah, I'm doing awesome. I went over to Moffitt uh, here in Tampa, and they did an amazing job. There you uh, go. Well, congratulations. It's, yeah, it's so rare. As of 2017, worldwide, there had only been 170 of them documented. Right. So it's See, a crazy so, yeah. number. I'm, I'm playing the odds here. She's fine. It was just like a little lipoma. If I had to guess. Thanks, Rich. All right, cool. All right, have a great one. Later. Balls is online. What's up, buddy? What's up, bro? Where are you? Uh, Florida, for the meantime, you're uh, you're running the show up there all by yourself today, huh? Good job, bro. Yeah, Roger's (laughs) out. He'll be back tomorrow. Are you calling from from a commissary in the jail? Where are you? N- not yet, not yet. I got to turn myself in in uh, in December. I got to do a quick ninety days, a little skip, oh, You know what I mean? Okay. How many times in jail will that make it for you? <laughs> probably. Uh, actually, not that many times. Probably like six or whatever. But um, I'm, <laughs> bro, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm calling because, bro, like you, you're talking about your uh, your therapist, bro. Like I'm I'm seeing the therapist. Oh, I'm t- I'm paying the therapist now. Mm-hmm. And bro, like she she's smoking hot. I want to bang her, and I want to bang my probation officer, bro. Listen, my probation officer can get it. My buddy, <laughs> my buddy Matt slept with his therapist. Really? Yeah, Did he? It, didn't, it didn't go well. I do not well, recommend sure that. I, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it'll go well, but I'd still smash it. You know what I mean? Like, bro, she's hot. <laughs> like my PO was hot. Balls, like, when's the last time? When's the last time you took a good look at yourself? A long time, bro. But I've been trying to do it more recently. But I just got so much stuff going on. Right. You know what I mean, like I, I I auditioned for that movie up in uh up in up in the city up in uh in New York, and uh, I'm hoping I, I it actually makes the the cut. But we'll see what happens. You know what, what I mean? Movie. So. You really you really stretched yourself. You were a guy handing a bartender a twenty. Oh, was really? You're, you're really no. pushing pushing yourself. <laughs> Bro, listen, listen, bro. There was like two hundred people in front of me, right? So we're all auditioning for this role, right? And then you gotta say like three lines. It's, it's like, hey, get me a beer. But I changed that. I said, hey, get me a beer. I said it like four times, and then I was like, get me a beer. And then I said, epic. Give me two shots of whiskey too. And <laughs> bro, the 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 um the the people with the 
the director, the producer, producer, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The people that like check you out, they're like, all right, uh, hold on a second. And I'm like, okay. And uh, it was, uh, I ended up making the cut, bro. I We filmed and it was, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I get paid for that, bro. What's the name of this movie? Can you imagine he ends up with a SAG AstroCard? Yes. <laughs> right? Like health benefits for life, like all that. It'd be great, bro. It's uh it's the Russian room. It, it's the it's called the I've Russian room. It's in uh the Russian yeah, room. Right. The Russian right. room. I've been no, I've been there. That's the name of the that's the name of the, the, the flick though, bro. Oh, that's the name of the flick. I thought you mean that's where you filmed it. No, 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 no. We filmed it in downtown Manhattan, like off of Center Street. But um that's the name of the flick. So I'm hoping it makes the cut. And how did you Get Mom. to that point where you're auditioning for it. Uh, Tony, uh, uh, Super Agent Tony Burton gave me a list of p- uh, places to call, <laughs> and uh, I called like 15 of them. And like I, I went downtown. I I was there for like five hours, and you know I just I got lucky. I guess I don't know. Hopefully so it makes how, the cut. How did you even end up? Mike got you got you a phone call with his agent, Calta. Well, I know, I, I know, turn, I, I know Tony. Like, I reached out to him, and I'm like, "Look, I'm in the Bronx. Like, I, you know, like I'm, I got a lot of time on my hands right now. I could, you know, do some work, whatever. Like, let me, let me see if I score something. And he gave me a list of places to call and like websites. And uh, the one place is like, "Yo, come downtown. Like, whatever." They sent me an email back, and I'm like, "Come downtown to uh, the spring." And I'm like, "All right." So I went down there and. It was an office, and it was weird as hell, bro, and I was hammered, <laughs> but I, I didn't care. I just went in there. I'm like, you know what I mean? Why, like they, they told me why, so, would you, why would you go in there bombed? Because you were nervous? Yeah, because of anxiety, bro. I got all this stuff on my mind, bro. I, uh, my life is a goddamn disaster right now, bro. When are you going to try and get to the bottom of it? When are it's you going to try? It's not about trying. Bro, it's not about trying about it getting to the bottom about of tr- anything. I'm going to give you some uh, some words that the immortal, uh, incredible Hulk gave me. Lou Ferrigno himself. <laughs> there, there, there is no trying. You're either doing exactly. it or there, you're not. No trying. So then why right. are you doing there, it? Uh, bro, I uh, I don't know, but I'm doing good. So why are you like yelling at me right now? Why are you I'm yelling at ye- me? I'm yelling at you, but you want to go. You, you, you're calling Tony to get you places to go for auditions to be in movies and television shows, and you show up bombed. Can you imagine if well, he made I'm, that phone call for you? I was just, I was just my normal self. I was just my normal self, bro. I went in there. I did what I had to do. You know what I mean? Like I went in there. I was myself, and they had actually picked me. And I uh, hopefully it makes the it makes the big screen. I'm a gazillionaire one day. Right. Right. Because you were because you you were yourself. You improved and you got it exactly. Yeah, like I, yeah. I changed the lines. I said, hey, like instead of the, you know, give give me two beers, give me two shots of whiskey, and they liked that for some reason. I have Fantastic. no idea why, but they liked it. <laughs> Monica, you know what's gonna happen, right? What? You're gonna be watching one of those award shows, and this dude's gonna be moon walking across <laughs> a red carpet, <laughs> and you are immediately gonna drink yourself back into a coma. <laughs> hey, you, you know what, man? I um, I, I owe Monica an apology for all the times I was a dick to her, like um. I, I know I was a dick to you, Monica, and I and I apologize. Aww. Like, there's nothing but there's nothing but love for you guys, man. Like, f- for me, like, there's nothing but love for you, and you know, Raj, JP, Brett. Like, there's nothing but love for you guys, I man. Like, with you balls, I didn't. I sincerely never, ever, ever thought I'd ever hear those words out of your mouth. So, first and foremost, thank you very, very much, and I obviously accept, and that's phenomenal. But my only question is, and don't take this the wrong way. 
Boy. Are you going to remember, like, having said that you're sorry and that <laughs> we're cool? Like, you know what I mean? Yo, I'm good right now. I'm good. Like, okay. uh, I'm all, like, I'm not, like, I'm not out of my mind trash right now. I'm really not. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh. Freaking trash, yo, dude, yo, dude. Why are you being a dick? It's balls, it's balls. Don't be a dick, bro. And give me two shots too. Subscore, <laughs> <laughs> Scorsese. Shots. I got this. What qualifications does he have to be in any kind of movie at all? That's well, the question. Because he, he went in the audition and just just be an extra. How is he even? Qual- no offense. Listen, here's the thing about you have to say about balls, Monica. I mean, he could be a little charming bastard. He can no, be. No, mm-hmm. I don't know about charming. He can BS his not way charming, into situations. That's for sure. Not charming, charming. In a, not charming in a seducing a woman sort of way. Charming where you don't immediately run from him. You know, like he's he can BS a, his way. He's That's, been selling speakers out of the back of a van yeah. for thirty years. He's been BSing yeah. his way through you, it. You know, you got to be able to schmoo. You know, do a certain amount of schmoozing. You know, I call it BS. You call it schmoozing. <laughs> but I mean, it's working for like regardless of what it's called. You're right. It's working for him, and he's and he, you know, who knows or what. And I don't wish him any ill will. Right. I just think that this whole scenario is a, a bit much. Roger and JP one two five. The <laughs> yeah, well, he's got to go do sixty days in jail now. Ninety days. But it's he said. only a sixth time, so. <laughs> right, right. Well, Roger and JP one two 